Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the fascinating realms of science and history through James Gleick's acclaimed biography, Genius. This masterfully written book chronicles the life and legacy of the enigmatic physicist Richard Feynman, whose innovative thinking and charismatic presence have left an indelible mark on the world of physics, despite not being as heralded as Albert Einstein or synonymous with a singular revolutionary theory. Explore the early years of Feynman's curious mind, as well as his path to becoming an iconic figure who redefined the way scientists perceive the universe. From his formative moments to his influential teaching and insightful contributions, Genius paints a detailed portrait of a man whose intellect and flair for problem-solving transcended the conventional boundaries of science. Author James Glake, himself an esteemed historian and best-selling author, brings his discerning eye to this narrative. Gleick, known for his thought-provoking works such as Isaac Newton and The Information, A History, A Theory, A Flood, offers readers a deep dive into the complex interplay between society and technology, capturing the essence of Feynman's impact on both. Genius is an essential read for students and enthusiasts of science, curious problem solvers who appreciate the puzzle of reality, and history buffs eager to discover the stories of figures who've shaped our understanding of the world. Join us as we explore the extraordinary life of a true paradigm shifter in modern science. Genius, the life and science of Richard Feynman. Introduction. Unveiling the enigma of Richard Feynman, the unsung hero of modern physics, Imagine a figure whose mind danced on the precipice of understanding, whose hands helped shape the world, not through politics or art, but through the intricate ballet of particles and waves. This figure is none other than Richard Feynman, a man whose name may not echo through the corridors of popular culture, yet whose legacy reverberates in lecture halls and laboratories around the globe. Born into a humble beginning on May 11, 1918, Richard Feynman's journey was not just about his own development, but also how he left an indelible mark on the world of physics. His contributions to the realms of quantum mechanics and superfluidity are cornerstones upon which modern physics is built. Moreover, Feynman was part of the team that spearheaded one of the most significant and profoundly ambivalent achievements of the 20th century, the development of the atomic bomb. As we delve into the life of Richard Feynman, you will discover how a curious child became an architect of science, a Nobel laureate, and a teacher whose wisdom endures. Learn about the unique methods that set him apart, including a problem-solving strategy that was instrumental in winning him the most distinguished award in physics, and explore how, even beyond the confinements of mortality, Feynman's lectures continue to inspire and educate. Embark with us as we traverse the captivating trajectory of Richard Feynman, from a young boy instinctively nurtured to pursue scientific questions, to the stages of Stockholm, and finally, to the eternal pages of educational history. This is a tale of genius, curiosity, and the quest for knowledge that reshaped our understanding of the universe. Part 1. 
nurturing a scientific prodigy in the heart of New York, long before the circuits and equations occupied his thoughts, young Richard Feynman was instilled with a sense of wonder for the scientific world, all thanks to a father with unfulfilled aspirations in the same realm. Melville Feynman was determined. His son would not just dwell in the facts and figures, but inhabit the very fabric of scientific understanding. Nestled within the arms of upstate New York, young Feynman was guided into a life of inquiry, a life where questions opened doors to infinite possibilities. Richard's father furnished his environment with not just love and care, but with blue and white tiles embossed with patterns that triggered the analytic cogs in his developing brain. Melville knew the weight of imagery in the retention of knowledge. On visits to museums, rather than leave his son drowning in a sea of numbers and captions, he crafted vivid pictures, for instance painting a scenario where a towering Tyrannosaurus rex peered through Richard's bedroom window. Such analogies brought the dry bones of history and science to life, etching each lesson deeply within Richard's young mind. Understanding the how and why became a critical part of Richard's growth. During a mountain trek, Melville challenged his son to identify birds, only to answer with their names in various languages whenever Richard was unsure. This puzzling approach was not without intent. It punctuated the distinction between nominal knowledge and true scientific insight, which lies in observing and deciphering the nature of things. This foundation in thinking and understanding would later feed into Feynman's fervent advocacy for clarity and precision in education. His dissatisfaction with the vague language of science textbooks, a frustration that would boil over in his advisory role for educational texts, was rooted in a deep-seated belief. Knowledge was worthless unless it painted the full picture of phenomena, down to the very action tearing chunks of leather from a shoe sole. It was a belief sown by his father, a seed that bloomed into an illustrious career, and a vision for a world enlightened by the true essence of science. Part 2. The Competitive Edge. Feynman's insightful approach to math and physics. Picture a young man navigating the labyrinth of adolescence, finding ease in the numerical world, but confounded by the unpredictable equations of social dynamics. This was Richard Feynman, a student who could effortlessly dismantle algebraic challenges, yet fumbled when it came to deciphering the games of baseball and the mysterious allure of girls. What truly sparked Feynman's interest were the high-stakes arenas of the Algebra League's math contests, where swiftness and ingenuity mattered more than meticulous process documentation. While standard math education emphasizes the journey towards the answer, math competitions prize the destination, the answer itself, and how quickly contestants can arrive there. In these rapid-fire trials, Richard Feynman shined like a star, with visualization as his secret weapon. He saw through the noise of elaborate calculations, reaching for the essence of each problem with a striking clarity. His process often seemed almost magical. As the complexity of a question unfurled, he would be hit by an epiphany, and with confidence and poise, scribble down not calculations but the solution itself encircled triumphantly. 
Such was the case with the problem of a hat lost from a boat sailing upstream, a task that could easily ensnare one in a web of velocities and distances. But Feynman cut through the illusion, envisaging the perspective of the hat itself, and recognized a simple mirrored symmetry in time. The hat's return journey would equal the unnoticed time past, 45 minutes. This inherent talent for envisioning himself within the problem, to step into the shoes, uh, or should we say the energy levels, of an electron or atom, would catapult Feynman beyond the practice halls of schools. His peers would often reflect on how Feynman's unique perspective allowed him to unravel the mysteries of the physical laws, attributing a human-like role to particles and waves. Indeed, Richard Feynman's knack for finding unconventional shortcuts and vivid visualizations didn't just earn him trophies in his youth, but laid the groundwork for the phenomenal methods that would redefine the fabric of physics and secure him a place in the annals of scientific history. Part 3. Physics takes center stage in Feynman's academic life at MIT. As he stepped through the collegiate gates of the prestigious Massachusetts Institute of Technology, young Richard Feynman was at a crossroads, a mathematical conundrum tucked under his arm and a burgeoning curiosity for the infinite cosmos of physics awaiting him. It wasn't long before a pivotal conversation with the chairman of the mathematics department cast a shadow of doubt on his path. If he questioned the purpose behind his studies, was he truly meant to tread this road? With his exceptional mastery of mathematics already clear, having even taught the subject in his senior year of high school, Feynman was starting to feel boxed in by the theoretical abstractions of higher-level math. This push led him to turn his gaze to the expansiveness of physics, where equations and laws tangibly danced with reality. His passion for the physical sciences turned voracious, an appetite that sought out every problem in sight to dissect and comprehend. The hallways of MIT would find themselves peppered with Feynman's earnest inquiries as he sought new challenges from fellow students' assignments, an insatiable quest to sharpen his intuition in the unwritten language of the universe. Yet, this intense focus had its sacrifices, as the more Feynman immersed himself in theoretical physics, the further he drifted from the shores of other disciplines. Art history and English languished under the shadow of his indifference. And music, music was an enigma that stirred discomfort within him, a sensory anomaly that he could not align with his logical world. Philosophy fared even worse. Met with his scorn as a discipline rooted less in reality and more in verbal artifice. Driven by the principles ingrained during his upbringing, Feynman found it difficult to value subjects that seemed merely to thread together human-made concepts with no tangible basis. When exams came knocking, he resorted to mimicking the answers of his peers, straining to float above the watermark of academic expectation. This imbalance in his grades nearly cost him his future. His application to Princeton for graduate studies teetered on the edge of rejection, a precarious moment that threatened to halt the journey of a mind destined to wrestle with the grandest questions of physics. It was a stark reminder that even the most brilliant of paths could be obstructed by the less luminous aspects of academia. Part 4. The Intersection of Genius and History Feynman at the Manhattan Project As the shadows of World War II loomed large, 
rumours of the atom's latent power began to stir among the scientific community. The notion of harnessing such immense power to create an atomic bomb was not a question of possibility for the leading physicists of the time. It was a race against the ticking clock of war. Among those caught in the frenzy of innovation was a young Richard Feynman, still fresh from the academic trenches of Princeton. In the year 1942, he was swept up into the clandestine world of the Manhattan Project, a gathering storm of intellect aiming to unlock the secrets of uranium and its potential to spark a devastating nuclear chain reaction. Despite his youth and the notable absence of years on his resume, Feynman's radiant reputation as a sharp-witted physicist propelled him into a leadership role normally reserved for seasoned scientists. Here in the desert secrecy of Los Alamos, New Mexico, he would show that unorthodox thinking was not just an academic quirk, but a valuable asset. He steered his team towards creative solutions that, while initially met with skepticism, repeatedly validated his ingenious theories. Faced with feats of problem-solving that blurred the lines between complex calculations and practical challenges, Feynman's leadership garnered the trust and confidence of his colleagues. Yet the tasks at hand were anything but academic exercises. The stakes were as tangible as the materials they handled. A misstep in calculations could lead to cataclysmic consequences. Feynman's team grappled not only with the mathematics of creating a bomb, but also with the nuances of its physical components, the precision of a metal's melting point, the exact critical mass for a nuclear chain reaction. Their perseverance and Feynman's unique problem-solving skills were ultimately manifest in their contributions to the control of premature detonations and the meticulous determination of uranium critical mass. On a fateful July dawn in 1945, the fruits of their labor were starkly revealed as an otherworldly glow illuminated the New Mexico desert. The world's first atomic detonation marked the end of an era and the dawn of another one in which Richard Feynman's name would be forever linked to both the triumphs and the tremors of modern physics. Part 5, From Creative Imagination to Nobel Recognition, The Impact of Feynman's Visualization The maestro's fingers glide over violin strings, crafting a symphony that once seemed an insurmountable feat. Decades of dedication have transmuted into an intuitive art form where music flows as naturally as breath. This metaphorical parallel captures the essence of Richard Feynman's relationship with physics, a skill honed to such a degree that the complexities of the universe could unfold in his mind's eye with graceful certainty. Feynman's intellect was like a well-tuned instrument. His countless hours of problem-solving and visualization granted him a harmonious connection with the mathematical and physical worlds. His mastery over algebra and a profound grasp of physical forces allowed him to weave between theoretical science and tangible formulas with an artist's touch. Upon pondering the role of color in his scientific process, Feynman confessed to seeing vivid hues, darkened X's or violet ends, as he composed equations, a quirk he acknowledged may not be shared by his students. Then came a monumental breakthrough in the realm of quantum physics. Feynman introduced his eponymous diagrams in 1947. These diagrams served as a beacon of simplicity in a sea of convoluted equations, allowing students and practitioners alike to shed the burden of excessively intricate calculations for a more intuitive understanding. 
the genius of these diagrams could not be overstated, boiling down the intricate interactions within electromagnetic fields and charged particles into a digestible visualization. This innovative approach not only catapulted Feynman's work into the scientific spotlight, but also propelled him toward the prestigious accolade of the Nobel Prize in Physics in 1965. Yet, the brilliant simplicity of Feynman's work came with the paradox of being profoundly difficult to articulate to the lay audience. A struggle that surfaced as reporters gathered by his door on the morning of the Nobel announcement. His nighttime hours in New York were interrupted by dawn's early light and eager journalists who sought enlightenment on his award-winning contributions. Feynman's attempt to explain his diagrams was met with a palpable disconnect, a reminder that the language of theoretical physics is a distant cousin to the vernacular. Challenged to encapsulate his life's work into a single minute, Feynman's response was tinged with the straightforward candor befitting a man who understood that true genius defies shortcut explanations, much less fits into the constraints of a 60-second briefing. Listen, buddy, if I could tell you in a minute what I did, it wouldn't be worth the Nobel Prize, he remarked, a sentiment echoing the extraordinary depth of thought and innovation that underscored his legendary career. Part 6 Richard Feynman's Rare Classroom Sessions, Where Physics Met Unbridled Imagination To be a student in Richard Feynman's classroom was to be an explorer on the frontiers of knowledge, where each lecture was a ticket to an extraordinary voyage through the cosmos of physics. When it came to teaching, Feynman was as enigmatic as he was exceptional. Rarely seen at the podium, yet when he did grace the stage, he created ripples that resonated throughout the halls of academia. At the hallowed grounds of Caltech, Feynman took on the role of a guide in the introductory physics course with a commitment that transcended the conventional curriculum. His vision was not to impart a catalogue of terms, but to craft a panoramic understanding of physical concepts, invigorating his students' imaginations with the forces that tug, push, and spin the universe into motion. The journey, however, was not light. It was a tempest that threatened to overwhelm the unseasoned sailors among the freshmen and sophomore cohorts. Many chose to abandon ship, unable to keep pace with Feynman's fervent stride. Yet this didn't dissuade the procession of professors and graduate students eager to fill the wakes left behind. To them, Feynman's lectures were intellectual feasts too sumptuous to miss. Such was the captivating allure of his teachings that the whispers in hallways spoke of the necessity to immortalize them. These transcripts would eventually take on the tangible form of the Feynman Lectures on Physics, affectionately dubbed the Red Books, that soon adorned the bookshelves of avid physicists and institutions. While attempts were made to integrate these crimson tomes into standard curricula, they proved to be a formidable challenge for novices, their depths better suited for the seasoned minds of professors who would emerge transformed in their understanding of physics. Central to Feynman's teachings was the art of problem-solving, a pragmatic skill that favored exploratory pathways over the trodden tracks to preordained solutions. This fresh approach to conceptual thinking remains one of the cornerstones of Feynman's indelible impact on the field of quantum mechanics. Today, 
The tools and analytical methodologies that Feynman introduced continued to be instrumental in probing the intricate dance of atoms and the subtle play of light. His intellectual legacy persists, guiding physicists in their quest to interpret experimental data and navigate the cosmic sea of the unknown. Part 7. The Beat of Originality Richard Feynman's dual legacy as a scientist and a character. Beneath the illustrious mantle of genius lay a man whose rhythm of life was as quirky as it was fascinating. Richard Feynman was not just a visionary in the domain of physics. He was a character who embraced life with a playful defiance of the ordinary, and his choices often bordered on the unconventional. One such choice was his affinity for the bongos. Far from the typical image of genius tangled with strings of a violin or keys of a piano, Feynman found his musical muse in the resonant skins of the bongo drums. While on sabbatical in Brazil, the drumbeats beckoned, presenting him with a medium for improvisation that mirrored his scientific creativity. With a natural propensity for the original, Feynman managed to transcend his dislike for modern music and even found harmony playing alongside a local band. His sense of humor permeated beyond the laboratories and lecture halls and into the realm of storytelling. Feynman's capacity for weaving tales, some tall and others merely stretched, was captured in his books. Surely you're joking, Mr. Feynman, and what do you care what other people think? These penned anecdotes, humorously reflecting his life and adventures, unexpectedly soared to bestseller acclaim. Yet, amidst the lightheartedness, lay a brilliant methodology that somewhat deviated from the norms of his peers. To Feynman, the trailblazing path of original thought was sacred, and the ideas of others posed a threat to his inventive spirit. He therefore chose to distance himself from reading scientific papers, particularly shunning their conclusive pages, to safeguard his innovative process. This unorthodox approach to scientific inquiry did not always resonate well with the community. Some viewed his solidarity in problem-solving as a renunciation of collective progress. Moreover, many of Feynman's insights, deemed not sufficiently revolutionary by the man himself, were absorbed into the quiet halls of his mind, never seeing the light of print. Such solitary strides towards understanding nature's mysteries could be disheartening to others, especially when solutions that evaded many for years would crystallize for Feynman overnight. But here lies the essence of Richard Feynman's extraordinary influence in urging others to venture past the paved roads of established thought towards the lush wilderness of imagination. This encouragement for intellectual independence might not have guaranteed success, yet it remains an indispensable ingredient for cultivating true originality and, by extension, the very spirit of innovation that defines a genius. Final Summary Richard Feynman's presence in the world of science was akin to a meteor leaving a blazing trail in the night sky, a trail that forever altered the landscape of theoretical physics. Though his name may not resound amidst the daily chatter of popular culture, those who tread the hallowed ground of scientific inquiry speak of him with an almost reverential awe. Feynman's intellect was not confined to the mere cultivation of existing theories. 
Rather, he bequeathed unto the field a fresh prism through which the intricacies of the universe could be perceived. He brought forth tools and frameworks that transformed the practice of physics, each grounded in a practicality that whispered of his father's teachings from yesteryears. His legacy is not etched in the simplicity of a single, groundbreaking theory. It is woven into the very fabric of how physics is approached and understood. From his ability to visualize problems and birth solutions, through his Feynman diagrams, to the lectures that made the esoteric realms of quantum mechanics accessible, he reshaped the vista of science. Richard Feynman's story is a testament to the impact of original thinking. His contributions have not only propelled physics to new horizons, but have also inspired a lineage of thinkers in their quest to unlock the mysteries of the cosmos. The brushstrokes of his genius paint a picture of a discipline perennially evolved by the mind of a man who saw the world not for what it was, but for what it could be. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.